When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Uh, at that point, um, I mean, I can't do anything about that. It is what it is. Uh, during that time, really just worrying about my off-season training, uh, worrying about the things that I need to strengthen up and, and get better at. Uh, and, you know, when I come into the building, it, you know, it is what it is. Whoever's the quarterback, whoever's the coach, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. All I can do is just um, be a team player, be a leader, and uh, come here mentally and physically prepared. That's uh, 30 seconds of cliches there from Justin Jefferson. If I could translate, it would be, did you guys see the contract Tyree Kill signed? Oh, he ta- yeah, he talked about that. Yeah, He's I'm like- going to need about $30 million minimum. Is- is it just me or does he he look and I say this in a positive way uh, thicker? He looks he, more, I mean, he looks like he's been he putting looks, in some time. Yeah, yeah. He look his arms look a little more jacked. Look pectorals in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying he looks like he's got. He looks Same. like he's put some real positive weight on that body. Yeah, looks uh looks like a familiar physique. Looks like the guy that I stare into the mirror and see Thanks, every morning. Right there, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Bam flex was so awesome. <laughs> And then all the like the nerds in the background, like the fans, like yeah, it's just like yeah. like no, it's okay. Uh, all right, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Surly Brewing Company will talk about uh, the fun event in about two weeks, exactly two weeks from today at Surly Brewing Company later. But we're also sponsored by TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. So. Um, PFF has an article from a couple days ago, earlier this week, that names, you know, there's, there's still a bunch of free agents out there. Odell Beckham Jr. is out there, injured. Yeah, right. But PFF names multiple free agents and where the best landing spots could be and then what their contracts could look like. You know, the bulk of the money is already spent, but there are still teams like the Vikings who have some cap space to spend on sort of this, like, third wave of veterans you know, there's there's no there's no maybe I'm wrong on this, but like there's very few 27 year old in their prime, non injured peak free agents right now. Like most of those guys are gone. Right. But they specifically listed two players and linked them to the Vikings as, hey, this this should potentially happen. Number one is J.C. Treader, my guy, longtime starting center of the Cleveland Browns, 31 years old. They list his best landing spot as being the Miami Dolphins, but other potential fits being the Broncos and the Vikings. 
The NFL uh, PA president, Treader, has been a leader on and off the field throughout his career. He was a salary cap casualty of the Browns, despite playing at a very high level. For the Dolphins or the Vikings, Treader would represent a significant upgrade at the center position. His 83.7 out of 100 pass blocking grade last year, which was his seventh straight season finishing above an 80 grade in pass blocking, it's way better than Garrett Bradbury was almost 30 points better than Miami's centers for the season and over 40 points better than the Vikings centers. Mason Cole played a couple games, too. Yep. He's projected to sign a two-year, $12 million contract with like $8 million in total guarantees. He's dealt with ankle and knee injuries over the past three seasons. He's missed a bunch of practices, but he's only missed one game in the last handful of years, and it was because of COVID in Week 16 last year. So let's, let's start with him. Two years, $12 million, 8.25 guaranteed, 31 years old, banged up, but huge upgrade. Oh, I want him. I've been saying it for three weeks on the show. What, what, what do you think of J.C. Treader being on this list? I love the idea. I, I think that there is one probably genuine concern about his, his physical condition, and two, as we discussed on a recent uh, Purple Daily episode, I think that there is probably a hesitancy because he is in charge of the Players Association. See, and I, 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 right or wrong, that's, that's, ridiculous. Going, that's going to affect uh, some teams' thinking. On the Vikings front, I really think that uh, Kevin O'Connell wasn't lying at the combine. I think that they're going to give Garrett Bradbury, that they're in their minds they've seen something that they can fix. Garrett Bradbury, I still believe, is going to be ragdolled by really good defensive tackles but it feels like that they are emboldened and that there's an amount of hubris here to say that certain guys like Bradbury didn't receive the correct coaching and that like we will change him that will fix him personally I think the Treader thing with the quarterback that you have and the fact that I mean Treader would not only be an upgrade physically just as far as blocking goes but I also think that he, he would be an upgrade mentally for Kirk because, I mean, you know, Kirk needs all the help Kirk can get. And, like, J.C. Treader is going to take charge. Yes. And, and I think that as far as the relationship between the quarterback and center go, that would be a positive. So, personally, I like the idea. I'm pretty convinced the Vikings think that they can fix Garrett Bradford. So, real quick, what is the downside here? Like, I, this is what I don't get. So, you've got some cap space. You know, it's not. It's not like you don't have. Not like you have to cut someone right now to sign J.C. Treader. Uh-huh. Garrett Bradbury would still be on the team as a backup if Treader's health became a problem. Yep. So it's not. It's not like well, we're going to bring Treader in, but if he if his knee flares up or he's going to miss ten games, then what? Well, no. Okay. Well, Bradbury's still on the team. You're probably not going to pick up his fifth year option, but he's on the team for this year. And if you're not going to pick up Bradbury's fifth year option, it's not like he's your long term center, anyways. I so I'm, I guess I'm struggling to see why you wouldn't just make this move. Like he's they, a clear upgrade. You're not blocking. It's not like you're, you don't, unless you see Garrett Bradbury as the center of the future, which I don't know, like he'd have to play a full year to prove that. So right. you're probably not going to pick up his fifth year option, which means he's a free agent anyways. He's a free agent after the season. So but they think I, that they I can, don't understand. But my guess is that they think that they can get Bradbury turned around and then bring him back probably for cheaper than the option would be. I, I mean, I'm just trying to, I, I, right I, I think the idea of bringing in, if you really are trying to win now, and a lot of things the Vikings have done uh, point in the direction that they're trying to win now, 
I think the J.C. Treader thing makes a ton of sense. I'm trying to figure out what they're doing here. Like we and we don't know. And and I think some of what they say is probably them just trying to put a message out publicly. But O'Connell at the combine did basically say, "I like my offensive line and Bradbury." And so I'm until until we can prove he was lying, I'm going to assume that they think that they can fix Garrett Bradbury. I just don't know it's fixable. The only the only other thing I could see here is because obviously like J.C. Treader gets to decide where he plays. It's not it's not like the Vikings just get to sign him. Like if if he doesn't want to play here for whatever reason, oh, um, he's a you know he's from Akron, New York. He went to Cornell. He's played in Cleveland. I can't imagine that like the weather is a thing. It's not like he's lived in California and Miami his whole life. But you know if he looks at the Dolphins and says. Boy, that's a team on the rise, and I would just really love to live in Miami for a couple of years. All right. The Broncos are the other team on this list. All right. If the Broncos come calling and they're offering comparable money and you can play with Russell Wilson, that I think most people would say that that team, even though they're in a much tougher division, is much closer to a Super Bowl than the Vikings are right now. Yep. So, I mean, that's the only other thing I'd say. Declan, what do you, what do you make of this? I would love this signing. Um Right now, the Vikings have $12 million in cap space, so they have 12.2, and they're going to need, what, six to eight or so to sign that rookie draft class. Yeah. Um, so I do think there's probably potentially even a room for another restructure to make this treader uh, thing happen, so it gives you a little more cushion and wiggle room in the event that draft, ca- uh, draft class becomes an issue. Um, but if you acquired him, I think the writing on the wall is they would say, well, uh, you know, we're going to look at both guys, Treader and Bradbury at center, and there could even be a chance that one of them plays guard or gets look at right guard. Well, Treader would, would be the center. Sure. Like, he's, my, not, but, he's not going to be competing yep. for that job. But my point is, if they do that, then that means the writing on the wall is Garrett Bradbury is going to get moved in the, in the summer. They're not going to sign J.C. Treader and then also pay Garrett Bradbury, which almost is the same amount of money. Like, like Garrett Bradbury is going to make $4 million this year, and he's a younger center. And if injuries happen in training camp, which they happen all the time, some team comes desperately calling, and then you would trade Garrett Bradbury. So if they, yeah. if they sign J.C. Treader, the writing on the wall is Garrett Bradbury's tenure as a Viking would, is immediately limited. Like, it's going to be numbered immediately. Yeah, and then who's your backup center? Like, ideally, you'd, you know... Again, it's not like there's a bunch of... The free agent money would have been more helpful a month ago than than right now. So it's so interesting. Um, the other player on this list from PFF, Akeem Hicks, interior defensive lineman that wreaked havoc on the Vikings at times with the Bears, 32 years old. The best landing spot is listed as the Chargers, other potential fits, Vikings and Steelers. Mm-hmm. So he had an amazing campaign a couple years ago. 2018, he was one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. He's been very, very good in and around outside of that. The contract projection is one year, $6.5 million fully guaranteed for Akeem Hicks. So, I don't know. I, it's, if it was one or the other here, it's still J.C. Treader for me. I would absolutely welcome Akeem Hicks for a year, too, much like the Sheldon Richardson signings, you know, the two times that they've done that. So, what do you think? Akeem Hicks in purple. Um, I think that they probably are going to address this position at some point in the draft as well, and they've got some depth there. So... If you are truly selling out to win now, see, I can't decide. I think that they're trying to, but I also don't know that, that they are fully in the deep end of the pool here. Um, so if I had to choose between the J.C. Treader idea or the Akeem Hicks idea, I'm going Treader Because I think that what you're trying to do is boost your offense 
I, I am not down on the present defensive tackles as much. Like, I don't think the Bradbury thing is going to work. I, I think that they've convinced themselves of something that's still going to be disappointing. And ultimately, I think at the end of 2022, Garrett Bradbury is going to walk. Yeah. So between those two things, if you're putting a premium on, let's get one of these two guys and, and who's going to be the most beneficial to us immediately, and it'll probably be short term, I'm going Treader. Uh, Hicks, I, I like Hicks, but and you know what? Both of them, Treader and Hicks, have been banged up, have missed games at times, or in, in Treader's case, played through it. But Akeem Hicks definitely missed games. So it's a pretty clear cut to me. If I can sign one of those two or actively pursue them, I'm going to pursue J.C. Treader. All right. Dex, what's your, what, what's your level of interest in Akeem Hicks? Not very high, to be honest. Um, you know, the Vikings are already pouring a, a good amount of resources in their defensive tackles, like Dalvin Thompson is going to make 14 mil. Harrison Phillips was brought in here to hopefully fill in the spot that Michael Pierce wasn't able to do. So, I mean, you're pairing already like $22 million on your defensive tackles for a team that has shown they really can't stop the run. Um, that's where I just have questions about their, in, in general, just their spending on that defensive line. So I, I just don't think you should be pouring any more resources. And Akeem Hicks has caused havoc. I mean, probably the happiest guy in the world would be Kirk Cousins for the simple fact he doesn't have to see him anymore. But I, I'm out. I, I, have, I have no interest in signing Akeem Hicks to a, to a free agent contract. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm here for it. It would be fun. He's a good player. Harrison Phillips, I think, excites me more because he's more, he's in his prime. He's like 20, is he 25 mm-hmm. or 26 years old? So, but those are two interesting names to watch here. They're going to sign somewhere, and uh, they do make some sense for the Vikings. All right, boys, before we get into our mock a day here on Purple Daily, in which we are going to do, it's a high wire act. We're going to perform <laughs> a mock draft simulation here from the Draft Network, where we are in the cockpit. We're going to fly the plane and make a pick, or maybe not. Maybe we'll trade. Maybe we'll trade up. That's if the plane we'll lands. We'll see. <laughs> cryptic you're assuming the plane will land i'm just saying (laughs) and uh, we're doing this all with the eye on the first round of the nfl draft two weeks from tonight and where are we going to be tell the audience judd we're going to be at surly brew hall for the first ever purple daily draft party surly brew hall doors open at three we start at six with our show and we want you there to watch it to participate that there will be a microphone and camera for, for you it'll really morph into a live event line and here's the best part as you are watching the, the draft you can be doing it with a beer in hand and it's not just any old beer it's not just not, i mean the choices at surly brew hall are great but it's a specific beer called before i die which is an ode to the fact that everybody wants to see i think who's going to attend the vikings win a super bowl before we die and and surly is kind enough to brew a beer phil Mackey, exclusively for that night on tap it, it'll be great fun zero admission charge and also phil a, a tcl tv up for grabs as well correct yep a 65 inch tcl smart tv we're also uh we're collecting cans of food for the uh, food group to help provide nutritious and quality food items to those who need it across minnesota we'll have raffle tickets giving away surly prize packages, baseball tickets, soccer tickets, and more. So we want to meet as many of you guys as possible. It's going to be a blast. So come hang out with us on draft night two weeks from this Thursday. Also a shout-out real quick to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated's been around for over 100 years, providing risk management tools and resources for business owners. 
You can find them online at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys. I want to mock. Mock. Right. I want to mock. a day here on Purple Daily, where we are keeping track of all the different players on the mock drafts that we bring to the show that are being mocked to the Vikings. And so far, Derek Stingley Jr. has been mocked to the Vikings five times. Trent McDuffie three times, Jermaine Johnson twice, Jordan Davis once, and we've seen two trades. That's other people doing the mocking. Now it's time for us to do the mocking. It's time for a mock draft simulation on the draftnetwork.com, boys. Let's do this. Let's freaking get it here. That's right. All right, Declan. How should we? Uh, so you're 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 sort of like at the controls. You're like on the phone, yeah, with the with the commissioner here, yeah. And we're in this virtual war room here, right? So Vontae, here's how this. Yeah. Vontae okay, Mack always. Vontae Mack always is all I was going to say. Was Kevin Costner there? Vontae Mack always. Vontae Mack. Yes. So we're going to click start the draft here, and this goes pretty fast. So let's let's stop it after like three picks, and then we can assess here. Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson. Lions Malik oh! Willis at number two. We'll pause a little bit, here. and then uh, Evan Neal, the offensive tackle from wow. Alabama, goes number three. So, all right, let's let's assess here. All right, I've I've got a question. What do you think the percentages um, of the Lions indeed taking Malik Willis second overall in this draft? Man, because it's gained steam. There's no question about it. it's gained steam publicly. What do you guys think? I think it's like I think it's like thirty percent. I think it's Ooh. a it's a non-trivial. I mean, they've got Jared Goff. Yep. He's a disaster. <laughs> so if they believe, and here's the other thing, you know, they might think, well, we're gonna, you know, Dan Campbell got those guys playing well last year. They were better than their record indicated. They were in a bunch of close games. So this is they're not gonna have the number two overall pick. They think not gonna have the number two overall pick next year. So if this is their chance to grab a guy that they think is gonna be a star, then. Pounce on it. So I, I, thirty percent. Dex, uh, it's about fifteen to twenty percent for me. I just I think they're going to go somewhere else that they need more of a positional need, and they're just kind of stuck to Jared Goff as it stands right now. I, I could see them maybe taking one at the end of the first because they have a they have what the thirty second overall pick too from the Rams. So oh. I, I would say it's like a fifteen percent chance they take Malik Willis that third overall pick. All right. Oh, my percentage. I'll, I'm a, I'm going to put him at twenty percent. Um, okay. It's Detroit. I have no idea, but uh, I do agree. I mean, you could not have watched Jared Goff in 2021 and think, yeah, you know what? I think we're okay. So Yeah. The other thing here, too, is this this affects the Vikings because if there's teams behind the Vikings, like the Steelers have been a team that yeah, at yeah. 20, you know, but are they going to get Malik Willis sitting there at 20? No, they're probably going to have to trade up. So if you're the Vikings and you're looking for a trade partner, you want Malik Willis to fall to create more value for your pick, right? So Malik Willis going number two impacts the Vikings in that teams won't be trading up with them to get Malik Willis, but it also impacts the Vikings in that a non-quarterback that they may like, maybe a, maybe another cornerback falls, maybe another wide receiver falls. The more quarterbacks go in the top 12 or the top 11 before the Vikings, the more positions of need might be available for them. So, all right, let's do three more here, Dex. The Jets are on the clock right now. All right, Jets take. Kwanu to the Jets. Trayvon Walker, Giants, and Drusher, and Carl Cross, the massively talented 
offensive tackle from Mississippi State to the Panthers. All right, so some meat and potatoes here with these last three picks. Yeah, not real sexy. Not real sexy here. Um, Necessary, but I guess my next question is this as we go through this mock draft field. To your point about the quarterback position and that being a place of potential leverage for the Vikings at 12, the next name I'm excited to see is Kenny Pickett. Because if Pickett's there at 12, again, I think you're going to have a a team or two try to come up and trade with the Vikings to get him. If Pickett is gone by 12, I tend to agree with you. I don't know that there is a player there that the Vikings are going to get a lot of teams to bite on. And this all goes back to what I keep saying, which is I want the Vikings to have two first-round picks in 2023 to address the quarterback. So if Pickett's gone, I think it becomes much tougher to – bail backwards and get a first round pick for 23. Yeah. Okay. Are there players on the board here? Kayvon Thibodeau, Ahmad Sauce Gardner, Kyle Hamilton, Jermaine Johnson, Ed Rusher. Are there players you would consider trading up? We're kind of within that range of like, it's not going to cost you as much to trade up to seven as it would to trade up to three. Would you be looking to trade up here for anybody? Um, you know what? The only guy I think that I have seen consistently being taken before the Vikings that I would probably consider, and I don't think that they will, is Sauce Gardner of Me too. Cincinnati. I think he is. I think that there is no question that he is the top cornerback in this class. A healthy Stingley is probably considered the second. Uh, but Sauce Gardner, I think if you plug and play him, he's going to turn into a top flight star corner which in this league are incredibly valuable. So he's the one guy that if I'm the Vikings, I would probably be, I'd probably be sniffing around to see what the price of going up was. Yeah. How are we doing, by the way? Xfinity is trying to take me down here, but I'm going to plow through this. You're a little sketchy. You're a little sketchy. Yeah, not ideal. But it's not, but it's not awful. Okay. Well, let's sort of in and out a little bit. Let's keep plowing through here. Yep. With three more, let's do three more picks, starting with the Giants. Kyle Hamilton to the Giants. Kayvon Thibodeau to the Falcons. And there's Sauce there's Gardner. Long. Yeah, he's going. So kind of kind of chalk there. Like Those are kind of the three players that you would expect to be gone by the time the Vikings pick. Yep. Kyle Hamilton's it, probably borderline, but okay. And if, if I'm not mistaken, Phil, this actually contradicts your uh, write-that-down prediction, which I sort of like, which is I think you have Kyle Hamilton falling out of the top 10, correct? Yes. Didn't you say that? That is correct. Um, yes. I, so here's what I would be curious about just from a perspective of uh, a scouting and personnel decisions. If Sauce Gardner is as good as we think, and look, Kyle Hamilton might be fantastic, but keep in mind, the Vikings – as recently as, I think, 2012, traded back into the first round at the end with Baltimore to take Harrison Smith, correct? So are you telling me that Kyle Hamilton coming out, out of the same school is discernibly that much of an upgrade? So I guess my point is I would think that Sauce Gardner, unless you just don't think he's that, that good, which teams clearly do, yeah, I would think that he would go above Hamilton – just based on positional value. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good it's a good point. I agree. Like give me the star cornerback over the star safety, but the, they are the Giants too. The Giants have done some weird <laughs> things in drafts and in recent years. All right, let's do let's rifle off the next two here and I think it'll just it'll stop on the Vikings for you. So you can just click resume and it'll stop on the Vikings. And I'm guessing we're going to get some trade offers here. So Jermaine Johnson to the Jets, he's the edge rusher. They're coming in. 
I didn't see who was drafted. They just kind of flew past. But here are the okay. Here are the trade. Can you read these to us, yeah. Dex? Yep. Right. So the Saints have called us. They are willing to give us their 16th overall pick. So we'd slide back in four to picks. Right? Four picks. We would also get their 2021 third, which is the 98th overall pick. Okay. And their 2021 fifth pick, which is 161. So move back four spots, and you get a third and a fifth. Also, okay. the Vikings would give up their sixth two in this trade of this can year's I, draft. Can I be the first to slam the phone down on the Saints? <laughs> sure. And I decline the, the, this. This is, a, this is a Spielman special. And I want the Saints to know that the Spielman special days, they're gone. All right? No, I'm not doing this trade. I'm not accumulating. Uh, uh, I want a – if I'm going to trade th- this pick, I want to be very clear – to my fellow GMs, I want a 2023 first-round pick. So I, d- I don't like this. Okay. okay. We also have an offer from the Patriots to go back to 21, and they would give us their second and fifth in this year's draft, and then okay. the Vikings would also still give up that sixth. Judd, you want to decline that Ooh, one again? Wait, hold on. That's interesting. So the Patriots, the Patriots are saying you can move back nine picks and pick up an extra second-round pick in this year's draft. That's That's... And Why then you the year- and then you swap fifth and sixth round picks. That is interesting. Why is the year wrong? What you know? I don't. It's, it is weird. Yeah, What's the year. Going on here? The year is wrong. I noticed this last night when I was tinkering. To they've got the year off here. It's supposed to be two thousand twenty. The picks are right, but they got the year wrong in here. Okay, so just right. ignore that. This intrigues me more. This intrigues me more. But I personally am declining this. I'm Dex, where, where are you on that? I'm. I'm kind of. I'm driving. Ah, this is interesting. We can pick up an extra second round pick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say we. I'm gonna say we accept this, Dex. You can play tiebreaker. Yep. All right. You know what? You, I will say accept this because oh. we would then have two second round picks, and we could still sneak back in potentially into the end of the first round on top of our twenty first. Or pick you could leverage one of them for a first round pick next yeah. year or something. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Yeah. So Judd, this is dissension. Judd, are you what's gonna? Are you quitting your front office job over this, or what's happening here? No, 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 no. I'm right. not that mad about this. I don't love this, but at least. It's a second-round pick, okay. so I don't hate it. I, I just said I'm declining it. All right, I'm going to accept uh, you've this. Been, you've been outvoted. This is, this, is yeah. this is called collaboration here, by the yep. way. Yep, that's great. Right, that's you have great. an idea, and then we have ideas that outweigh your idea, and then we just get our way. Yep. That's yep. what happens. You go. You guys go. Okay, so we okay. So now we're going to wait till pick 21 here. Can you – yeah. Yeah, so by Drake the way. Drake London. So Garrett so Wilson Sting- went 11, and Stingley went to 12. Okay, so the oh, the Patriots traded up for Stingley there. That's very yep. interesting. Correct. Yep, taking the guy that. Okay, let's see what happens here. So I, I think if, if one of these receivers, I mean Drake London's not going to fall that far. Andrew, no, this is a problem. You just traded out of that. Davis, or is he? Or we could trade back up. Hold on, Drake London's it, gone to Philadelphia. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Drake London's oh, gone. Oh dang it! <laughs> Drake London's. See, see what you guys did, and now I and now I'm going to give you guys a big helping of I told you so. <laughs> okay, what about okay? What about Jamison? So I'd love a wide receiver here. What about Jamison? Jamison Williams isn't going to be available in six picks, and he's also rehabbing what a torn ACL. Okay. Does he do? Does he do anything for you, Alabama receiver? A little bit, yeah. Injured, he might not might not be ready for the start. So, of the are season. you saying I can? Are, are you? We have to trade. We have to trade up. We try from here. go back. I, up? I wouldn't. I would wait. 
I'd wait. wait till 21. Okay. See I'd what wait. you guys did. Just, our listen, draft room I'm, I'm now. I'm here to wheel and deal. I'm here to wheel and our deal. Our draft room now is all dissension <laughs> because you guys didn't listen to me. All right. So Kenny Pickett to the Saints. Okay. Good all for right. the Saints. All right. So Chargers. That's actually. Here. I actually. Travis Penning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trent McDuffie at 18. Oh, that, wait, Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams. Here you go, Phil. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my Congratulations. Right. You just. And then the Steelers take, I don't know who they took, but we, we do have trade offers. more trade offers. This is great. Okay. Yeah. We're probably not going to accept these, but let's see what happens. All right. Let's so just the Jags, trade all the way out of the first round. What? Yeah. We decline the it. Let's, let's just decline this. Does, yeah, the, just, just screw the Jaguars. Just decline. So they yeah. wanted our... Okay, so here's another one. So these teams, these are now teams offering early second round picks and other things to no, move up. No, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to. No, the, no the this Jets, is a Spielman are, special. These are the dumbass teams who like the Jets and the Jets. You know what I got to say to the Jets? Screw you. <laughs> uh, okay, Dallas. Yeah, but no. it's so Dallas wants to move up three picks and give a fourth rounder. Nah, mm-hmm. screw Dallas. Screw Decline. Dallas. Mike, Mike McCarthy. All right. And the okay. Vikings take. We oh, can we pick the, who with the, the, the pick, right? We have yeah, to pick. Yeah. We, we make the pick. <laughs> we make so, the damn pick. Make so Desmond pick. Ritter goes to the Steelers at twenty. So all right, best players available here. I got. I got. I think I know who. Dude, I'm are you taking? Take are you taking Tyler Linderbaum here? I think. I think I am. Oh man. Well, I. I mean, continue to sc- to scroll through if you want to see else who well, else we could pick. Devontae but. West is the best player on the board, and then Zion Johnson. Keep in mind, I can't see what you guys see because I'm on a different Wyatt. tab. Yeah. Uh Tyler Lindenbaum, George Karlofitis. What is this? Yeah, he's really good. Well, you can see, by the way, from... where the the extent of our mock draft knowledge starts to hit a wall around. Yeah. George Karlofitis is really, really, really good. I am not taking Wyatt. Um, I, you know what? I am probably taking Linderbaum. Tyler Lindenbaum. Tyler Linderbaum. Let's make the Linderbaum, pick. Yeah, I'm in. Right. Let's get a franchise center in here. Who? All right, there we go. Hey, Gary, so now the Vikings um, have drafted a center in the first round twice in the last four years. I'm not hey, sure Garrett, if that's it's Coach O'Connell. Bit. Yeah, what's up, Coach? I'm really excited for you. Yeah, me too, for your new start in life. <laughs> we'll just, we just keep this running until yep, the Yep, let's Vikings keep it rolling here. So how would you guys feel now if the Vikings traded back, picked up an extra second-round pick, and landed Tyler Linderbaum, essentially admitting the end of the Garrett Bradbury well, era? Keep in mind, I did not want to trade the twelfth pick. Okay, and you guys. Listen, did. this is a collaborative effort. So, you don't, so you don't you then throw your, your coworkers under the oh, bus. Oh, we got. We have got a tra- trade offer. Is it our pick? I don't think it was our pick. No, 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 team, no team, teams can just float offers at any time. Okay. So the so the the Giants are on the clock and they're looking to trade out here. So okay. so we have the option of trading back up further. So the What's Vikings the would get this forty sixth overall pick, a seventy seventh pick. Oh no no hold on I'm sorry no, they're I'm sorry. trading their the, the, yeah the, the Giants would get the so we, yeah they give us the 36 and a fourth yeah we give up a second a third and a seventh so we'd be I moving up like on the board 12 yeah, spots or whatever it is the question 10, is 10, do we spots. love do we love a player on the board right now boys yeah, that's the question and I can't see the board well you can you can close this and then we can we can just like offer the Giants a trade you know oh, okay you might have to hit pause on the uh the draft. I suppose we could have run like a simulation of the simulation, simulation? before we. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Giants just made their pick anyway, so. Uh, like the, the the linebacker from Georgia, right? Nicobe Dean. Yeah, Nicobe Dean. Okay. Let's just stand. Let's stand pat. Let's see what's yeah. let's see what's available. Let's keep standing pat. These teams are desperate to trade back here, so we're gonna have two second round picks, right? Pick forty six, and then I right. believe pick fifty four. Yes, sir. 
and I'm interested to see which wide receivers might be on the board. By the way, Matt Corral still sitting there, too, mm-hmm. for a team. North Dakota State's Christian right, Watson here we just go. went. All right, now the Vikings are on the clock here. We are on the clock at pick 46. We have Corey Walker is the best player on the board, a linebacker. Matt Corral, the quarterback, yes, still on the board. This is where um, I don't know enough about some of these players to. Who, who's the top of it? Ava- who's the top available cornerback at this point? No, you have to scroll down. Oh, yeah. Sam Howell still. Oh, oh, okay, there's been a run here. Deep. We might have screwed ourselves. Roger McQuarrie. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Judd might have been right. Nice work, guys. <laughs> You're fired. Well, the Vikings right. do need some linebacker help. Listen, All right, let's, let's should we take the best player available? Take best player available and see what the, see okay. what the grade is after the the draft is over. Right. And then we still have another pick at 54. Okay. Just just cancel these trade offers. Yep. Screw these trade offers. <laughs> by the way, this mock draft is presented in part also while we wait for the 54th pick by Livia. If you're yeah. looking to slim down during this offseason, yeah. Livia can help you. Exactly right. And I have lost um, approximately 40 pounds, thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. Get 25% off the program oh, wow. right now, plus 35 Meals for free, Livia.com, 855-GO-LIVIA, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, L-I-V-E-A.com. Start losing the weight today. Get all those clothes to fit for summer like I have. Livia.com is how you start. Lose the weight and then keep it off. All right. So the Vikings are on the clock here. We're on the clock. This is our last pick in the simulation. And the best player available right now is Matt Corral. Is Matt Corral. And And Sam Howell is also sitting there. Daniel Falalele from the Gophers went the pick before to the Packers. To the Packers. So do we have the cojones to take a quarterback in the second round here, knowing that their rookie contract is going to be a four-year contract? It's our mock draft. I've got the cojones. Should we take Matt Corral? Matt Corral? Sorry. (laughs) Yes, take Matt Corral. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. See what happens. Sorry, Kirk. Sorry, buddy. Now, Kellen Mond and Matt Corral can be duking it out. I don't think Kellen Mond's long for this place. But then if you did that, by the way, you'd have to probably trade Kellen Mond. Like, yep. now you have four quarterbacks. So Yeah, you trade. Yep, I agree. All right. So, I don't know. I think we might have butchered this draft. But... Yeah, I told you guys not to trade back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know, me, Surly, said don't trade back. All right. All it's, right. Uh, what's the grade on this? It gives us a grade, doesn't it? By the way, send in, if you guys on the Draft Network, PFF also has it, send us screenshots of your drafts. We've we been getting a bunch of these. Your draft results. So it says our user picks. So I hit save here, I think, on your draft results, and it should tell you a grade, I believe. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. But you can save it anyways. Give your draft a name before saving. Screwed the pooch. That's okay. If it doesn't give us a grade. I know PFF gives a grade. We can do a PFF right. one next time. But there you have okay. it. So we got a franchise center. Right. We, got a, we, got, we got Matt Corral, and we got a linebacker from Georgia. No cornerback. <laughs> yep. Absolute disaster. I like taking Matt Corral. <laughs> That was awesome. Can he play cornerback? <laughs> yeah. Can he pitch? I want a mock. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So maybe Declan and I just got a little trade happy there. We just wanted. We did. We wanted to. We, we just wanted did. to trade, man. We, you know, we just Declan had you, the, the keys to, to the castle and you want to. You gave Declan trade. the ability to stop that. And he's like, yeah. oh, let's make the trade. Yeah. All right. It's time now for the random Viking of the week. Here on Purple Daily, where I pit you guys against each other in a trivia battle to the death. Judd, you have a 20 to 11 lead all time on Declan. 
Some of the last or most recent random Vikings have been Phil Lodeholt, John David Booty, Vasante Shanko, Jermaine Wiggins, and Bobby Wade. Okay. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to throw out a series of clues. And uh, you guys can throw out up to three incorrect answers each before you are eliminated. You can ask me questions. I can answer if I want to. Okay. This random Viking of the Week originally hails from Long Beach, California. His football jersey was retired at his high school alma mater, Orange Glen High School, an honor that no other person in that high school's history had ever received. Mm. He also averaged 26.5 points per game in basketball his senior year of high school. Could have played, he could have played college basketball too, but chose football. And he had like a legitimate offer? You're not just making yes, it up? Yes, he had, he had Division okay. One Power Five offers to play. Okay basketball okay he wound up playing college football in the Pac-12 however this random Viking of the week played for five NFL teams and that includes training camps where he may not have actually gotten into a regular season game five and he was part of five NFL teams This random Viking of the Week played in 40 career NFL games. Okay. Glasses are coming off. Pulling this whole guy. Oh, he's getting serious now. He's getting serious. Any thoughts from you, Judd? No. 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 Yeah, the high school stuff didn't didn't really help me. So, no. That's fine. This so, random Viking of the week was once part of a Grey Cup winning team in the CFL. Oh. Grey Cup. This random Viking of the week, despite those high school accolades and multiple, obviously could have played Pac-12, uh, you know, college football like he did, could have played Power 5 basketball. He actually wound up being undrafted out of college. He once, I, I, I don't have all the information on this. I believe he hosted the Comedy Central show BattleBots at one point. He was definitely part of BattleBots at one point on oh, Comedy Central. Dex, this should give oh, you an wow, advantage. So I've seen the show. I love De- BattleBots. Um, Dex, so Dex, Dex this, should give, this should give you an adva- a decided advantage. Great cup. I, I have a position in mind that I'm, I don't want then to throw Judd onto the scent either. <laughs> I would say he's, uh, he's probably more famous for his media career than his football career. So Sean Salisbury? Wow. Wow, dude. The godfather of Random Viking of the Week coming in. Sean Salisbury. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, I knew Pac-12. Wow, dude. I There's knew some... it was a quarterback. And Grey Cup, I he played... That he did play. Yeah, that's right. He did play. I think he played for the. Is he it Winnipeg or something? Blue Bombers. I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Warren Moon played he was for the, the starting Esk- quarterback. Eskimos in Edmonton. Yeah. So yeah, there are some other great clues in here. He was hired as a consultant for the 2005 remake of The Longest Yard. On the movie set, he taught Adam Sandler proper quarterback mechanics, cadences, and footwork. It's hmm. a great gig. 
And then his NFL coaches included Dennis Green, Chuck Knox, Ron Meyer, Jack Party, and Bobby Ross. Wow. He was with the 1996 Chargers. Chargers, Bobby Ross. Sean Salisbury's show, too, in Houston. Yep, currently a sports talk radio host Good in guy. Houston. Sean he was Salisbury. on he, he was on a, Bots. Okay. Well, he, he sent, sent a, a couple pictures of, his, picture, yeah. of himself to ESPN employees, but yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's learned. I think he's gotten smarter since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he actually I think he follows us on Twitter. He'll interact once in yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get him yes, on the show sometime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dan Patrick right. show guy too. Yeah. So there you have it. That's your random Viking of the week, Judd Zolgad. Just coming in hot. Love it. Congratulations. You now have a twenty-one to eleven lead. On Declan and Declan knew the BattleBots thing too. That was a, it's a tough break. All right, boys, that's a wrap on Purple Daily today. Come hang out with us at Surly Brewing Company yes. in two weeks, six o'clock, three o'clock. Doors open six o'clock. We will be live on YouTube. See you guys then. See you tomorrow too.